There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 46 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of uh, January 29th and 7th. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking you along on my excellent adventures through the world of short Masonic educational papers. It used to be that many of these papers had been read in my lodge, King George Lodge, number 59 in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. But uh, with uh, coming up here and doing weekly podcasts, and seeing as we only have Masonic education once a month, I've pretty much burned through a vast majority of the papers that have been presented. So uh, I've had to go to some other sources, and... Uh, one of the sources that I've uh, sort of run into is a, um, every year uh, the four western provinces here in Canada hold an inter-provincial uh, conference of the, uh, of the Grand Lodge officers. And this piece actually uh, came from there from the 2000 uh, conference. Uh, it was done at the time by uh, Ray Worshipful Brother Stu McLaughlin, who was the Grand Senior Warden for the Grand Lodge of Saskatchewan. And it talks about uh, how we need to use communications not only for uh, for keeping the Masonic order alive and vital, but just in general, and how we as Masons should uh, should be to make sure that we're carrying off and communicating a uh, positive aspect when it comes to Freemasonry. So with that, we'll just get going, and here he is, uh, Right Wishful Brother uh, McLaughlin's talk on Let's Communicate, Communicate to Create. According to the concise Oxford Dictionary, the definition of communication is the act of transmitting, to make known, impart, to receive communion, to join, connect, make known, and to tell. The definition of create is to invest in a new form, office, or rank, to produce or bring about a course of action or behavior. Now communications can take several forms, some of which readily come to mind is that of talking, the use of a newspaper, a letter, or several electronic instruments, television, two-way radio, telephones to convey, me- to convey these messages. In addition, communications are reflected in our actions, our dress and mannerisms. Many of us silently tell the world that we are identified with various groups and organizations by the jewelry we wear, the insignia on our clothes, and the decals on our vehicles. Now, communicating is divided into two equal parts, that of talking and that of listening. Two or more people talking at the same time or having someone interrupt on the same topic or tell a joke causes the listener or listeners not to hear or clearly understand what the presenter is saying as each has his or her opinion on the topic. This, I feel, is a problem with today's society. Everybody is talking and nobody is listening particularly the talkers when it's their turn to be listening. How many times have you heard it said, you should be listening when I'm, not, when I'm talking, not trying to second-guess me, because I meant this and not that, what you thought I meant. Now being able to talk, then listen, and discuss a problem can, in most cases, resolve any problem in a peaceful and harmonious manner. It has been said, and I have seen it happen, that as long as people are talking, there is no fighting. Verbal communication is the best form of communication, and we have been, each of us, openly and simple, expressly, his or her opinion on that subject. The four principles of communication are as follows. 
know yourself, be yourself, send selective signals, and fourth, listen for signals. Signals is an interpersonal communications of many and varied styles. They are words that you use, the tone of your voice, the facial expression, gesture, and body attitude. The better your interpersonal perception, the better the communication. Why do we communicate? Professor Abraham Maslow, a learned scholar of organizational behavior, defines motives as a need as needs such as physiological, safety, social, esteem, and self-actualization. The need with the greatest strength at that particular moment in time leads to one of these activities. What is our greatest need at this moment? I say our greatest need is to learn, to understand and comprehend what is occurring in Freemasonry in today's society. We are not here to examine the principles of Freemasonry. We are here to establish a plan whereby, through communication, our fraternity will continue and can to flourish into the future. Similar action occurred in York, England in 1717 and in Tampa, Florida in April 2000 when an intrafraternal Masonic alliance was formed. Why did these events occur and what is the mission statement of each? Basically they are the same. For the mutual survival and growth. The visionaries at these meetings realized that if their organizations were to continue, communications must occur. Vincent van Gogh once said, Man is not on earth solely for his own happiness. He is there to realize great things for humanity. This can be done through communications that are relevant in today's society. Our Masonic principles are steadfast, but the methods we use to impart our knowledge must change or, will or we will become dinosaurs. When was the last you invited a non-Masonic friend for a coffee and you led the conversation about our Masonic family? Are you afraid to do so? Do you see this as solicitation? Maybe it is. Do other organizations do it? Why don't we? It's very easy to do. Has apathy crept into our order, or is it our attitude? A layman's publication of the Catholic Church, the Catholic Digest, in 1983 had an interesting observation on resistance to improved procedures. The seven last words of the Church, we ne never did this before. Attitude is everything. Attitude is something we choose. We need to adopt a positive attitude. Be outgoing, be honest, friendly, and enthusiastic. Our brother Henry Ford, the great U.S. industrialist, once said, You can do anything if you have enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the yeast that makes your hopes rise to the stars. Enthusiasm is that spark in your eyes, the swing in your gait, the grip of your hand, the irresistible will and energy to execute ideas. Enthusiasts are fighters. They have fortitude and they have staying qualities. Enthusiasm is at the bottom of all progress. With it, there will be accomplishments. Without it, only alibis. It's not, one, it's not one of the lessons of masonry that you need to be happy and communicate that happiness to others. A pleasant word can sail an armada, whereas derogatory words, actions or mannerisms, can cause failures. To overcome apathy, we must be enthusiastic, have a good attitude, be yourself, and communicate our message in a clear and comprehensive manner so ambiguity cannot exist. What do you have? 
Enthusiasm or alibis? In 1983, Right Worshipful Brother Albert Dutton, who was addressing this very conference, said, The reputation of the fraternity, to a greater or lesser degree, is in the keeping of each of our members. It is within the power of every Mason to glorify or nullify this institution. In 1999, Right Worshipful Brother Ross Castle again told this conference that we have an area, jurisdiction, and talk about the way Freemasonry has made you a better man, husband, father, and citizen in the community. Most Worshipful Brother Barry Dixon's theme was positive results require positive actions, which is a compliment to Brother Norman Vincent Peale, who once said, It is a profound law of human nature that to a large degree we become what we think. So, for big results, think big. Brethren, communication is the lifeblood of any organization. Without it, we will cease to exist. When used properly, you and I are a great fraternity, and we will grow and flourish because of our understanding of our fellow man and the society we live in. Communication is essential to the function of an organization. It is viewed widely as one of the most important processes to manage. Organizational dividends are proportionate to the degree of openness in any communication. We are the author, authors of our destiny. We must work within the Masonic family for our survival. Change is not easy to make, but as a great member of a U.S. Football Hall of Famer, Fran Tarkenden said, If you don't make changes, you will die. If you make changes for just for the sake of changes, you may survive. But if you create change, you will dominate. So, let's communicate. Communicate to create aware an awareness of our fraternity in our families and society. By being enthusiastic and having a good attitude, our Masonic family will flourish and Masonry will become better because we took the time now to communicate, both internally and externally, to create a change which will allow us to better control and dominate our destiny. Let's all communicate for a common goal of our survival. Remember, united we stand, divided we fall. In 95, Right Worshipful Brother Richard Brown, when addressing this conference, said, Freemasonry is embarking on our exciting journey. I believe we are capable of meeting that challenge. I concur with this statement. To make this journey successful, we must communicate our plans to others to create their interest in to join us in making the world a better place for us to live. We are all responsible. I feel this poem will help us achieve our goal. Is anybody happier because you passed away? Does anyone remember that you spoke to him today? Can you say tonight, in parting with the day that's slipping fast, that's, that you helped a single brother of many that you passed? Is a single heart rejoicing over what you did and said? Does the man who hopes were fading now with courage look ahead? Do you leave a trail of kindness or scar of discontent? As you close your eyes in slumber, do you think that God will say, Have you earned one more tomorrow? by wor work you did today. So I like that piece. Uh, to me, that tells me that I, sort of one of those things that I need to do about always making sure that I carry myself and conduct myself according to uh, people sort of watching what it is that I do. So I think not only when we're actually interfacing and communicating with people, that we are sending off communication signals by just how we do. And there's talk about uh, 
standing erect as an uprightness of uh, of our spirit and that whole sort of part that comes out of the uh, the first degree about how we're supposed to carry ourselves as masons for the world to see but what i one of the things i find interesting is you know nowadays everyone just seems well not everybody maybe most people uh, just fire emails off back and forth and it's so tough to get into the get some of the subtleties and nuances as to what a person really means when they're communicating and I know I've had that happen a few times to me both both the sending and receiving that uh, conveyed the wrong message through an email and just didn't get people didn't see those subtleties that come with face-to-face uh, -face communications or even over a phone but just the cold hard uh, Characters staring at me on the screen. It, yeah, sometimes that's something that gets misconstrued. So I'll leave it at that. And uh, hopefully you got some intonation out of my voice this time. And uh, if you're looking for just the cold, hard um, characters staring at you from the computer screen, you can get a uh, copy of this paper from our website, www.kingeorgelodge.com. And if you want to send me any of those uh, any of those characters. By all means, email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com. I look forward to hearing from you and uh, any comments or suggestions, if you got some. As I say, I've uh, burned through most of the topics that it is um, that have been presented in my lodge, so always looking for new, new and fresh ideas. I will talk to you next time. Until then, keep the shiny set up.